Should you quit your day job to start your own business? What's up guys, Logan Trudell here. And in this video, we're gonna be talking all about if you should quit your day job to start your own business. I quit my job to start my own business in 2019. And you may be thinking, oh, that's something I wanna do. I wanna be able to travel to places like this. I'm in Mexico right now. And I didn't think it was possible at first, but there was something inside my mind and my soul that told me I could do it. You maybe don't have the belief in yourself that it could happen. You may think that business is oversaturated. You are not an entrepreneurial type person. But in this video, I'm gonna give you five questions that you can ask yourself and you can go over to review if this is something for you because I'm gonna be completely honest. Being a business owner, it's probably the quickest ticket to being able to gain real freedom, time, location, financial independence. But it's also one of the hardest things to do because you are on your own. Traditional society has conditioned us to rely on corporations, institutions, school systems to make money. That has taken away our power to be able to make our own money and live our own life and not rely on systems. So in this video, we're just gonna cover the questions to ask yourself to ensure that you're gonna make the right decision before you jump into business because I wish I knew these things before I made that choice. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in. The first thing that you should think about before quitting your job to start your own business is what is my risk level? I have a very high risk level. Risk aversion is the technical term, but you wanna know this because there are different levels of risk in each person. For me, I lean on the side of jumping off the ship and swimming to the island to find out what's on the island. Some people, they lean on the side of, I need to have everything organized beforehand so I know that what I'm doing is gonna be okay, I'm gonna be safe, I'm gonna be comfortable. Now, it doesn't matter which one you are, but I will say many entrepreneurs lean on the side of taking risk. They they are going to go for it they're going to jump off the ship and they're going to try and figure these things out on their own but there are also plenty of entrepreneurs and people who have developed entrepreneurial skill sets and spirits that err more on the side of i'm going to be more organized and tactical it's just a matter of what you want so you have to identify what level of risk you are at so that you can decide what you want to do with these following questions if you're on the more comfortable side then it's probably going to mean you want to save up a lot of money before you you make the jump and of course you're gonna to want to save money but someone who likes risk and is willing to put their back against the wall during chaos you're more likely to be able to have no money and to figure things out than the person who doesn't like risk at all and it causes their mind to not be able to operate within that chaos so two sides of the spectrum it's important to know which one you're on and that leads us to number two how much do you have saved how much do you need to have saved in order to make sure that when you jump ship and maybe you quit your nine to five, maybe you leave your employer that you've been with for 10 years, whatever it is, when you jump ship, you wanna burn the boat. You wanna make sure that your business endeavor is successful, right? And a lot of business endeavors, when you first start, they're not successful. My first company, Healthcare Stress Relief, you can see many of the videos on this YouTube channel. It has changed. It has developed into something new that's more aligned with me. And that's what happens in business. You have to try tons of things, figure out what's most aligned with you, what's most aligned with the marketplace, where you can make the most money, where you can make the most impact. And so if you don't have money saved, if you don't have time to figure this stuff out, you're going to have a harder time compared to other people. An example of this, when I quit my nursing profession, I had a net worth of $100,000. If you compare me to some some other people in coaching programs or people who are doing consulting who have no money saved maybe they're in credit card debt and they're trying to make their business work although they may be able to make it work I have more time and I have less stress on my plate to make things happen I can operate
operate from a place of more comfort and less scarcity because I have money saved in my bank account while I'm going through this business effort. The first year of business was very hard. I spent more money than I needed to on the business, learning a lot of things, but because I had a cushion, I was able to learn more and develop more and invest more in myself. I spent nearly $30,000 in my first year of entrepreneurship just on self-development and learning marketing and skill sets. And I still have a long way to go. The journey never ends. But when you have a cushion of money, it's going to allow you to operate from a place of abundance rather than lack. Now, the caveat to that, if you're a very high risk person, this is the funny thing about myself too, very high risk, you almost need discomfort in order to make you operate. So if you have too much money, I almost had too much money saved, you will buy yourself too much time and you will work from a place that is very easy and you're not working hard enough sometimes in order to make your business happen. It wasn't until my money started to run out where I started making sales. So it's very important to know where you're at on that risk level and where you're at with money and your comfort with money. What I realized as my money started to drain was money is merely just energy. And the more energy and creation you put out into the world, the more money will return. We are conditioned by society, like I said in the beginning, to expect that we need a paycheck every month. And I can't remember the quote, but it goes a little something like, uh, the biggest disease is a monthly paycheck because it forces you to be comfortable. If you're too comfortable with an employer paying you, issues can come up in your life where you're not feeling completely fulfilled because you don't have the freedom that you want. So if you start saving your money now, investing your money in yourself, in investment accounts, things that are gonna beat inflation, you can end up having enough money on your entrepreneurial journey where it will buy you time. That's essentially what you want, is you want more time to be able to figure out what you're doing in the marketplace so that you can make tons of money in the future. The third thing to ask yourself if you're deciding to quit your job and pursue entrepreneurship, starting your own business, is how many people are dependent upon me? I had a girl in nursing school, she told me, Logan, your life is so easy. You're 23 years old. You don't have any kids. Of course, nursing school is more fun for you. And I told her it's all attitude. There is a point there that she made was she had three kids. So her life is going to have different priorities, different values, different structural systems that are dependent upon those dependents that she has. And it will be the same with you. If you're starting your entrepreneurial journey and you have four kids and you're barely making it paycheck to paycheck, probably not a good idea to start a coaching business or a product and service business until you have that thing making you money. I'm not gonna tell you not to do it. There are plenty of people who have been able to overcome obstacles. And having kids or dependents on you can often be an excuse for new entrepreneurs. Oh, I can't do it because I have all these other things I have to do. I know many entrepreneurs who are successful who have kids and they've made it work. It's just a matter of when you're starting out, how dependent are these people on you and how much money do you have saved? It goes back to point number two. If you have a lot of money in the bank account to support your family and the other people around you, then you're gonna be better off. If you're a single person who's 20 years old starting entrepreneurship, you have no debt. You have really nothing to worry about. Go for it. Like Gary Vee says, just keep chipping away. And by the time you're 30 years old, you're going to have something built that is absolutely amazing. The problem is a lot of people, they start something, they never see the seeds that they sowed in the beginning start to bear fruit because they don't stick around long enough to see the fruit get bare. And so what ends up happening is people start the entrepreneurial journey. They get into it on and off for about a year and then they're like, oh, 
this is too hard, so they quit. And of course, you're not gonna see result if you just quit things. It's the same thing with college. You can't get a degree until you put in four years of effort. So entrepreneurship, despite what people are gonna tell you, they're gonna tell you, you can join my program and you're gonna make $20,000 in your first month. That's complete bullshit. You have to work at this. You have to develop a new mindset, new skill sets, a new identity with yourself. Otherwise, you're not going to see success. It's really a journey, not a destination. And that brings me to point number four. If you are thinking about quitting your job and starting your own business, are you in this for the long run? Or are you merely just picking this up because you want to try something new? You maybe have seen some YouTubers who are making $90,000 a month. I have a friend who is making $90,000 a month on YouTube with AdSense. A lot of people see this and they think, oh, I can do that as well. And I'm not telling you, you can't. But what I am telling you is it takes effort. If you're just getting in this because you want to get rich quick, Quick. you will probably get slapped by reality because entrepreneurship is a competitive game it is a game in which you have to show up every single day the less you show up the less you get paid and it's a ever-going journey of getting better and understanding the skill sets you need in order to provide value to the marketplace there are a lot of people I see who they start coaching programs they start a mentorship program they spend a good amount of money on mentorship and they're really hyped in the first two weeks and then they quit don't mind the, the little kids playing on the beach they're having a great time but they quit very quickly and this is the reason why people aren't successful if you keep picking things up and you're not in it for the long run then you're not a professional as Stephen Pressfield says in his book the war of art there's a difference between I think the semi pros and the professionals the semi pros are the people who pick things up and drop them. They're not too serious. They don't show up every single day. If you want to be a professional, you have to show up every single day, even when it's hard. That's when you see the results. A lot of people are getting subpar results because they're not willing to do the things that people with really high results are willing to do. So ask yourself that question. Are you in this for the long run or are you merely here just to try and get rich quickly? If you're just here to get rich quickly, this is probably not something for you. You probably need to go do something else and that might stink. But I am giving you fair warning because I've seen a lot of people start this and they don't get any results because they just pick it up and they quit, pick up the next thing and quit. They never see real results in their whole entire life because they keep this process of picking things up and not finishing them. And you have to stop that if you want success in your life. Life, especially if you want success financially on your entrepreneurial journey. Finally, number five, if you're thinking about quitting your job and starting your own business, how much do you believe in yourself? This goes back to number four, people who are picking things up and quitting, when things get hard, when obstacles come in your way, do you have a voice in your head that's telling you you can't do it? We all have that voice. It's okay, it's a part of the journey. You have to understand who you are, what you believe in, what your values are, what you really want out of life in order to turn those things off. The the more clear you can be on your vision and what you want out of life, the more easy it will be to be able to turn off those voices that are telling you, you're not enough, you can't do it, you're an imposter. So if you don't have a lot of belief in yourself, I'm not telling you you can't become an entrepreneur, but you do need to start working on that. You do need to start learning the skill sets and the mindset shifts that successful entrepreneurs already have. So those are the five things you need to ask yourself if you wanna start your own business.
Do not just watch this video and go and do the next thing or watch the next video. If it's my next video, go ahead, that's fine. But make sure you get out a pen and piece of paper and write down answers to these questions. If you can actually take action on this video, you're gonna be way ahead of most people. Before I learn these skill sets, they just watch the video and go on to the next thing. They hear the information that the person told them and they don't do anything with it. And that is why people are stuck. So if you don't wanna be stuck or maybe you just wanna see success you have these big dreams and aspirations of having your own business, having your own freedom, having your own ability to say you to the system and walk out of it and start your own. If that's you, answer these questions, write them down, go through it. And if you are a person who is ready to start entrepreneurship, then just start. And if you don't know where to start, subscribe to this channel because I'm going to be giving you guys tons of tips about quitting the nine to five options on entrepreneurship, how to make passive income online. So if that interests you, subscribe. And of course, like the video and I'll see you in the next video. Ciao. Pro tip for you content creators, if you guys didn't notice, the clip that I just used for this podcast episode actually came from my YouTube channel. And I noticed this uh, by following a really cool entrepreneur. His name's Alex Hormozzi. He's written the book, $100 million offers. If you are in the consulting space, business space, I would definitely pick that book up. It's absolutely incredible. But what I noticed was he was taking his YouTube videos and then he was simply having his editor or doing it himself, put the video into something like iMovie, chop it up, make it an MP3, it takes literally less than five seconds. And then he just upload that to his podcast source. So he would essentially take two big platforms, uh, YouTube and and podcasting are, are considered macro platforms. He would take both of those and instead of having to reinvent the wheel and make a separate podcast episode from his YouTube channel, he would just use the YouTube channel to make the podcast episode. Now, I'm not gonna always be doing this, uh, but today is my birthday. I didn't record an episode. So um, I've taken that piece of content for you guys who listen to the podcast because I feel it's relevant. But usually I think it's cool to be able to make new content based on the podcast because my podcast and YouTube channels are a little bit different. My YouTube channel is about making money online and, and quitting the nine to five, whereas Forging Freedom is a lot about entrepreneurial mindset. And so um, there are crossovers. I will be repurposing in the future, but this is more of a tip for you guys who are maybe stuck feeling like, oh my God, I, I want to have a YouTube channel. I want to have a podcast. I want to have an Instagram, but I don't really have the time. Well, there are simple hacks like this that you can use to make the time. And then you don't really have to worry about reinventing the wheel. You shoot one YouTube video, you now have a YouTube video podcast episode and content for your Instagram. So that's a little pro tip for the day. And if you guys like this episode, go ahead and leave a review on iTunes. Helps so much. And give it a share to somebody who could use it. Thanks. Talk to you later.